0: Welcome to will Write for Wine, a podcast about wine, writing, and song, but mostly wine and writing, with your hosts, Samantha Graves and Lonnie Diane Rich. Take it away, girls. Thank, Thank you, Wanda.
1: Welcome to We'll Write for Wine. This is Samantha Graves. And this is Lonnie Diane Rich. We're here to talk to you about wine and writing. Yes, and today's episode will be a bit of an experiment. <laughs> 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 We're going to try writing improv live so even we don't know what's going to happen yet i know which i think is going to be really really fun and sam
2: well let's just say for sam it's a good thing she's drinking yes (laughs) although actually i would like to state for the record that this was her idea so stop feeling sorry for her. I did not push this on her. I know. You know, it
1: was, and I don't know where it came from, which kind of <laughs> scares me a little bit. It's very out of character for you. <laughs> it's like I'm coming over to the dark side a little bit, and you I know. Know, it's freaking me out. So. I know. I'm pulling you over. Yep. <laughs> but that's all later in the program. First, we have wine. Yes, we have wine. Sam, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I'm having a bottle that Laura, the wonderful Laura Fitzgerald, sent she us. Is wonderful, isn't she? She is. Yes. from MyWinesDirect.com. Mm-hmm. It is a 2004 Malbec, mm-hmm. that's M-A-L-B-E-C, mm-hmm. from Finca El Retiro, Ooh. I think, vineyards in Argentine. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, and actually it should be Argentina? Argentina? <laughs> looking at the bottle, and I'm looking at what I wrote. It's Argentina. You know, I wasn't you know going to
2: say anything, because usually you know more about this stuff than I do. So I was like, I think it's Argentina, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything. Because
1: <laughs> I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway. Ah, oh, who cares? Um, it's another, it's a, it's a new one for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I have never tried this one. Mm-hmm. And if you picked an Argentinian wine, I'm going to totally free you. <laughs> Did you? Well, we'll have to wait until oh, my second comes up. Jeez. All right. <laughs> the suspense so, is killing you, isn't it, it? It is. So, the wine, it says, uh, the wine has a deep color and ripe black curranty. I'm not even sure that's a word. But that, but that was theirs on the back? Yeah, that was, their, I that was the theirs. I trust the wine writers. I really I do. Know. Those guys are fabulous. They are. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Black currant tea, fruit on the nose. Mm-hmm. On the palate, it is full-bodied, soft, and accessible. See, there's a anthro whatever (laughs) thing for for me. (laughs) Yeah, with ripe tannins. Mm -hmm. It is $14 a bottle and has 14% alcohol, and I love it. Is it really
2: good? It's really good. Well, it's really good. Argentine, they really know how to make.
1: (laughs) They sure do. And Laura has excellent taste in wine. Oh, so, yeah. She she, oh, she sent
2: us all. She sent us six oh, bottles, and so all, far, God. every one has been a hit.
1: Yes. We love you, Laura. We do. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> so, okay. So, now, what are you drinking? <laughs> all right.
2: Well, I will tell you, uh-huh. I did not pick an Argentinian wine. Oh. I did okay. not. Um, but uh, that one sounds really, really cool, though.
1: I kind of wish I had a little of that right now. Well, you know, I I wish I could give you some, but it's probably going to be gone. <laughs> I know it'll be gone before I
2: get there. Um, tonight I am drinking, and I swear I am not making this up. Three Thieves Circle K Ranch Pinot Noir. <laughs> Three Thieves Circle K <laughs> Ranch <laughs> Pinot Noir. But wait, there's more. It uh-huh. comes in a moonshine jug. <laughs> Get out. You know, the kind with a little glass loop on the neck so you can tilt it directly in your mouth using only your thumb.
1: <laughs> and it has a screw top cap. Oh my god, it's it's like a trifecta. It is of uh <laughs> I, I am
2: amazed but it's a California wine. It's a two thousand five. The alcohol mm-hmm. is thirteen point five percent by volume, and it sent me back a good nine dollars and ninety-nine cents plus tax. <laughs> And that's for a whole liter. So, this is the deal of the century, people. I'm telling you. Um, I'm not fooling around. This could very well be the
1: coolest wine ever. We might have to actually post a picture of that. I have, on a, our picture. Show notes. I have a picture. I have a picture. Yes, there's a picture up
2: on the website. <laughs> We'll put it in the notes. I just It's so cool. I had to share the picture. Um, I haven't even taken a sip yet because um, I wanted to do it live on the air because I think this is the kind of wine that really deserves a big, you know, uh-huh. splash. Um, uh-huh. But I can tell you that on the back label, this is what the wine writers <laughs> I quote, Carlo who? Liberators of world-class wine have struck again! Exclamation mark. And then it has initials, CB, JG, and ROG. I think those are the three thieves.
1: Oh. The guys that own
2: the uh, the, the winery, yeah. <laughs> so I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but to prepare myself for the tasting experience, and I bet it will be an experience, I looked it up on the internet and found this from sfgate.com in an article by W. Blake Gray. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a direct quote. <laughs> This simple, light-bodied wine has flavors and aromas of raspberry and cherry with notes of herbs and soy sauce. <laughs> soy sauce. I'm not even kidding. Soy sauce. I was with him on raspberry and cherry, mm-hmm. but he lost me at soy sauce. <laughs> Although I will say, in this particular article, this is not the only wine that guy accused of having soy sauce overtones.
1: Well, that's just disgusting.
2: That's just is that, okay. Is that because you know I don't know as much about wine, so I thought maybe I'm just being stupid. But soy sauce and the wine—I mean, well, what is that?
1: Well, why would you use that in a review too? And he Who wasn't saying, "Oh, I want wine that tastes just like soy sauce."
2: Exactly. Like that would be—I mean, that would be something that I would say if I was giving it a bad review. But these were you all good reviews. These were wines that he liked, and he wow. was giving them the soy sauce thing. I think it's I, him you know, trying I to, to think be about different. what he
1: would say if he didn't like it.
2: Honestly. Tastes like old shoes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Tastes like my grandpa's motor oil. You know, I mean, what
2: is he going to say? <laughs> what could possibly be worse for a wine owner than being compared to soy sauce? Um, anyway, so I'm considering the source. And right okay. now I'm actually picking up the uh, <laughs> the wine. Okay. And I'm going to take a little sip and we'll see how it is. Okay. Mm. That's a decent Pinot. Really? It is not bad. I, I, cool. I'm not detecting the soy sauce. Oh um, that's good. But, <laughs> but I like it. And it's nine ninety nine for a moonshine jug. I say go to your local liquor store and get you a bottle of three Thieves Circle K Ranch Pinot Noir. <laughs> oh my oh. God.
1: <laughs> that's just funny. Okay. <laughs> Well, now we know what we're drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to talk about who we love this week. Time for shout outs and announcements. Mm-hmm. And mine is to the Sears guys yay, for delivering Sears guys. Yay, for <laughs> delivering a brand new dryer on time and dragging my old broken dryer away. Oh that's saved great. me. They saved me. <laughs> I was without a dryer for what, ten days? Oh gosh. Yeah. With two yeah. kids. Yeah. And my husband thought he was gonna fix it, so I actually went downstairs. <laughs> And that literally were pieces of dryer all over the floor. Like the drum. I've never actually seen the drum of a dryer from the outside. You know, but there it was sitting there. And and once the
2: drum's been taken out, I mean, that's the thing that I love about men. Is that they'll go down and they'll take something out. And, you know, there's a certain point where we just know the thing is never going to work again. But men will tinker with stuff. (laughs) Once the drum is out of the dryer machine, it's dead. It's gone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh,
1: so man. thank you, Sears. Mm-hmm. Very yep. cool.
2: Well, I have to thank my good friend, Catherine Wade, who organized oh, yeah, our writing improv stuff tonight yes. um, so that we could come into the exercise without seeing anything we were being asked to do. She got <laughs> suggestions from a handful of friends of mine. That we emailed them out and she, you know, oh, got all minute. the suggestions. Hmm?
1: Your friends? <clears throat> yeah, I have she, some. She didn't ask any of my friends? Ha, <laughs> ha, well, I just gave her a list of people, and I was like, these okay. people will give you something. Uh, oh, great. <laughs> and then from those
2: suggestions, she pulled out, because part of the writing improv thing, as you guys will find out later on in the show, mm-hmm. is, that, um, is that basically part of improv is that you don't know anything about what you're going to do until you actually you know, get to the exercise and do it. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to not know what the elements were going to be tonight, we had to have a third party come in and organize it for us. And, and Katie
1: did that for me. So Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Uh, We also wanted to tell you that we have a new notification service available on the website, Mm -hmm. uh, which will automatically email you with a brief description and a link to the nude podcast. (laughs) The nude? Did you say the nude podcast? (laughs) Again, I wasn't going to say
2: anything. Now we're going to get loads of people. They're going to be like, I heard there
1: was a nude podcast? No, no. Just for the record, (laughs) there is no nudity involved in the podcast. (laughs) And even if there was, how would they know? My husband's gonna listen to this and go, "What?" He's I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nude pod. I mean, as soon as you say it, like their ears go up. It's like this yeah. little radar well, you know, they got. Yeah. Might get
1: more listeners that way too. You never know. We'll have to that think would, about that. I mean, have has there been a nude podcast? I don't know. I'm kind of afraid to actually do a search on that, but anyway. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not. let just not. I'm scarred enough.
2: I don't need to go searching on the internet for nude anything.
1: <laughs> so we have a link to the new podcast. Yes. Every time it goes up, you realize mm-hmm. I'm going to screw that up every time I say it now. So uh, go to the website and sign up. The link is right under the big red button. Right.
2: Okay, also shout outs to your people who are still voting on Podcast Alley and people who've been giving us reviews on iTunes. (laughs) We still haven't gotten the iTunes love, but I don't care because our listeners are the best (laughs) listeners out there. I love you guys. (laughs) But here's a hint for you. If you want us to break the top 10 on Podcast Alley, hold your votes until May 1st. And those of you who voted this month can vote again on May 1st. It resets at the first of the month. So we get a big burst of votes really early on that we might be able to squeak into the top 10 for like a half an hour. (laughs) But if we do, (laughs) I will drink the Franzia White (laughs) Zinn. So you guys go ahead and vote on May 1st and we'll see what we can do.
1: And I think that covers us for shout-outs and announcements and nude podcasts. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment.
0: We here at Will Wright for Wine feel it's important to say that while we totally recommend drinking while podcasting, we do not recommend drinking while driving, Or drinking while emailing. Uh, Trust us on that one. Or underage drinking. Or drinking too much. Or, for that matter, drinking too little. Drink just the right amount, like we do, and you'll be happy, like us. So just use common sense, and if you do something really stupid while drinking like, for instance, calling your old boss and telling her she's an idiotic blowhard who couldn't do your job even if she had half a brain, then we just want to make it clear between all parties that it's really not our fault.
1: Uh, Thanks for staying with us. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Wright for Wine. We're tackling listener questions, and this week's question is from Sue Marie in Central New York. Thank you, Sue Marie. Thank you, Sue Marie. She asks, so many writers tell me that I need an agent because he or she will get me a better deal and a bigger first print run. I admit I'm clueless about uh, run size. How about a little information on, she calls them book runs, print print runs, same thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Say I sold a book to Brava. Would having an agent mean I'll have a bigger book run?
2: Well, I'll tell you something, Sumari. My personal opinion is that you need an agent for a lot of reasons, just one of which is that they'll be able to get you more money from your publisher, which means the publisher will have a bigger investment in you, which could easily translate into a bigger print run. Uh, no guarantees on that, but an agent ups your stock in a lot of ways. Um, plus, you know, you're know, you not a negotiator. You're a writer. Having an agent frees you up to do your thing. A lot of people are concerned because they think they'll lose money. They've got to give that 15% to their agent, and they, you know, they feel like that'll lose the money. But the chances are really good the agent is going to get you much more than what their commission takes away. So you end up making more money than you would without them. Um, they'll know where to market you. They'll know how to market you. They'll know exactly which editors are looking for the kind of material that you want or that you're writing. And um, and most importantly, they'll help you guide your career. Um, an agent, it doesn't just sell a book. You know, it doesn't sell the book. They, they totally guide you. They tell you what's going on. They help you navigate mm-hmm. the business, which is insane. There's yes. just so many so many reasons why you should have an agent. Um you want to be sure you get a good agent though. Um one who's a good match for you in both vision and temperament. So don't just sign up with any old agent. Uh but if you do your homework and make an educated choice, then the agent will do so much more for you than you can do alone.
1: Yes, yes, all true. And uh Lonnie pretty much covered it. Uh so I'm just going to add um a few things uh most agents specialize in certain fields, such as romance or nonfiction, mm-hmm. children's stories, etc. Mm-hmm. So, if you want, so you want to make sure that you do your research before submitting, mm-hmm. and usually you can find their guidelines on their website, and it'll say what they're looking for, what they're interested in. Um, the other place you can look is uh, WritersMarket dot com, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I believe, it's a weekly service, right? I'm not exactly sure. Writers Market. I think they just they
2: they um they have a website, a full database of mm-hmm. like all the publishers and what they're looking for, and all the agents. And they've also got uh, the last time I was there was a while ago. It was before I ever uh, before I got published. But I mean, they give like they had articles and advice, and I think it's something like three bucks a month, and it'll be the best three dollars yes. you ever spent as a
1: writer. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was online when I was looking, or it, it was a long yeah. time ago. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was a great question, Sue Marie, and good luck. Mm -hmm. To get your question on the show, send them in to feedback at willwriteforwine.com. Now, this week's We Recommend segment. Right. Every
2: week we are going to recommend something, music, books, TV shows, uh, movies, websites, whatever, uh, that we love, so we can share them with you. Sam, what are you recommending this week?
1: This week I'm recommending a a tarot card site. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called Eclectic. Tarot. Oh yeah, I love them. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a wonderful website uh, where you can buy hundreds of decks. But the nice features about this particular site is that you can search all their decks by a variety mm-hmm. of um, by a variety of criteria, <laughs> including themes, ratings, types of decks and characteristics. I also like that they give you a bunch of actual card pictures for mm-hmm. every deck mm-hmm. so you get a real sense of what the deck looks like which is really nice when you're ordering online. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They also have uh, how-tos and books discussions and a lot of other good stuff. Uh, they offer ordering through Amazon.com and through their site. I have only ordered through Amazon so I can't tell you how their customer service is. Mm-hmm. But it's a great site to visit and if you're into Tarot check it out.
2: Oh it's very cool. And you know what? I think that that's the
1: site. I'm 90% sure that they- that's the site i found hello kitty tarot cards <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it they have hundreds i mean they have th- the biggest variety of decks i've ever seen oh
2: yeah yeah so. well i went uh, i'm 90% sure it was eclectic tarot i'd have to take a look again but they had these hello kitty and for hello those of you kitty. who are familiar yeah. at all with me or have been to literary chicks at all you know i've got this huge hello kitty thing i just love mm-hmm. hello kitty and i found them but they weren't colored in they were like black and white and you know for some I just I want Hello Kitty cards that are actually colored in but if I could find deck of Hello Kitty cards that actually were colorized, (laughs) I would buy them in a heartbeat because that just cracks me up. Hello Kitty is the hanged man. I mean, can you just see it? (laughs) Hello Kitty amuses me and I'm not going to apologize for that. She just does. Um, Anyway, for me this week, I am recommending televisionwithoutpity.com Now those of you who know me, know I'm a huge TV geek and Television Without Pity is bar none the best television criticism website out there. Uh, They do smart snarky recaps of all the major television shows and i'm constantly amazed by how sharp the posters and the forums are it's amazing uh those of you familiar with the glittery hoo-ha thing that jenny Cruzy and i did recently <laughs> on her blog um i got that concept from television without pity um for the glittery hoo-ha alone i owe them a shout out <laughs> And if you're wondering what the heck a glittery hoo-ha is, um, I'll put a link in the show notes to the uh, discussion on uh, Jenny Cruise's blog. It is illuminating in so many ways. Um, it's way too much for me to go into at this point. Um, anyway, for those of you uh, into the office, I highly recommend checking out that forum. Um, there's a lot of really, really smart people on there, and we're all kind of uh, speculating on uh, what's going to happen next with Jim and Pam,
1: because I'm so obsessed. <laughs> Uh, Sounds good. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All righty.
0: A sexy international art thief with a license to steal and a past she can't escape. An ex-cop with a murder to avenge and nothing left to lose. A calculating killer launches a deadly game. From the heat of Havana to the streets of New York City, the race for justice is on. Sight Unseen by Samantha Graves, now available at a store near you.
2: Thanks for coming back with us. I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And I'm Samantha Graves. And this is Will Write for Wine, and tonight's episode is our first ever (laughs) writing improv. I'm so excited!
1: (laughs) I'm like freaking out in my corner over here. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Anyway, uh, brainstorming a story with friends is a great way to work up your creativity muscles. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself blocked and struggling, take a few hours to do some improv with your writing buddies. Sometimes uh, the charge you get off... An exercise like this will help fuel you uh, right out of your block. Yeah, the charge or the terror, you know, whatever. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Anyway, here's how it works.
2: Uh, We've enlisted some friends to come up with a bunch of suggestions for the following three criteria. Story, genre, heroines, name, and setting. Mm -hmm. Uh, These friends have been coming up with the ideas. They've emailed their final selection to me. That's where Katie came in. Thank you, Katie. Katie. Um, I swear on my three thieves,
1: Circle K Ranch (laughs) Pinot Noir that I
2: have not peaked.
1: (laughs) So we'll start with what we get from those three. Mm -hmm. Then I have my Osho Zen tarot deck, Mm -hmm. from which I will randomly select two cards to give us internal and external conflict. (laughs) From there, Lonnie and I will start plotting. Mm -hmm. If we pause for more than a few seconds, I have uh, another set of cards sitting here, actually the apples to apples deck, Mm -hmm. uh, that I'll pick from. And whatever's on it, we have to use in our plot no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: this whole thing cracks me up you have to understand we have absolutely no script whatsoever (laughs) yeah it's killing me (laughs) and even though the story we come up with here tonight is likely to be very very bad uh we do want to say that whatever we come up with it is ours not that any of you would ever steal our ideas but for some reason the paranoid part of me feels compelled to say so out loud copyright 2007 samantha graves lani dine rich so go get your own crappy story (laughs) are you ready sam Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay, I'm going to open the email now. Okay. Oh, let me see. She actually wrote me a letter. Oh my. Oh. god <laughs> Skim, 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 skim. What did she do? Oh gosh, the three elements are a farce, and we didn't get a heroine. We got a guy named Elrod. We're just it's going to be a heroine. We got to have it be a girl, so it'll be a girl named Elrod, <laughs> like a boy named Sue. <laughs> Who works at a tuna processing plant in Wichita, Kansas. (laughs) All right, she added the tuna processing plant, but she said Wichita, Kansas. (laughs) She goes, okay, I added the tuna. This is from Katie. I added the tuna processing plant bit myself. You can leave that out. (laughs) So the tuna processing part was a joke. And I think I'm going to let that be a joke. (laughs) A farce. A girl named Elrod and Wichita, Kansas. A farce. <laughs> oh man. Heroine's name is Elrod. I'm actually typing Elrod. this in right now, and it's in Wichita, to, Kansas. How about
1: Irene? El Elrene. I was going to say El Elrod. Elrod. Elrada.
2: Elrod. Elrod. We'll go with. <laughs> we got to go with it. Whatever they give us, we got to go with. Okay. All so right. what is our? Um, what are we going to start with? External conflict.
1: Yes. Okay. External well, conflict. It, I'll flip two and we'll decide which one is best. How's that sound? No. No.
2: <laughs> Correct. Have you ever done okay. improv before? <sighs> you can't control it. You have to roll with whatever you get. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she so, gets so tortured by this. And this was her idea. Again, yeah, don't feel sorry I, for Sam, it was her See? idea.
1: <laughs> I must have been drinking. It must, must have been at the it, end was. Of another it was. It was after a podcast when you were drunk. Oh. All right. Ignore any suggestions I make after a podcast. Oh, hell no. Those are my favorite ones.
2: <laughs> All
1: right. So what's our external right.
2: conflict, baby? Adventure. Adventure.
1: Okay. I like that. Adventure. Adventure. Yeah. And what's yeah. the internal conflict? The internal conflict is awareness. Awareness. So okay. write this down.
2: So external, external conflict is adventure. Adventure is finding her, and that's what's bringing her the conflict. Or she's afraid. Oh, well, afraid of adventure is an internal. So, okay. Yeah. So, there's adventure. so maybe she's seeking. It's adventure. an adventure story about a girl named Elrod. That's a farce <laughs> in Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> Katie, I will get even. <laughs> Okay, and the internal conflict is awareness. All right, so uh, you're going to start the plot? (laughs) If anything, this is going to be like that cringing, you know, the entertainment that people enjoy so much, the kind of entertainment where you're watching and you're just like, oh, gosh, it's so painful. Make it stop. I have a feeling that this segment is going to be a lot like that. (laughs) All right, so you get started. Okay.
1: All right, so Elrod... uh, Elrod decides that, um, okay, how old is she? How old is she? She's 28. She's 28. I just and made that up off the top of my a, head. I'm <laughs> very good. All right, what color is her hair? Uh, what kind she's, of hair does she have? She's blonde and it's curly. She's blonde? hmm Is it long? Shoulder length. Curly. Okay, shoulder. All right, yeah. I'm writing all this down. I mean, too. You can
2: hear us typing as
1: <laughs> I'm writing. Blue eyes. (laughs) She's got blue eyes. Okay. Blue eyes. Got to have blue eyes. Mm -hmm. She's blonde. All right. Uh, And let's say uh, she decides, she signs up for a road rally. Up for a road rally? Yeah. What's a road rally? Where you get in the car and then you have to like everybody gets a map and everybody starts out with the team at a certain point and then they all take off uh-huh. across the country. Okay, and like Amazing to, Race, like, yes. Okay, just like that. All so right. it's a road rally. All right, excellent. From, so you're just from, getting her the hell out of Wichita. <laughs> they're out of Wichita because I've never been there. I have no. My idea brother-in-law how lives there.
2: It's he lovely. Does. Is it? It's lovely oh, I'm in sure the fall. It is. I was there for I'm his sure wedding. It is. All
1: you All right. Wichita, Kansas people, hi. Okay, so this yeah. is in the fall. hmm Okay. <laughs> this fall. happens in the fall. Okay. It's beautiful Wichita, but she beautiful still wants to go. Wichita, but she still wants to leave <laughs> because
2: she works at the tuna processing plant and it smells bad. It's hard to have a social life
1: when yeah. you work at the tuna processing <laughs> plant. <laughs> so that's. Well, okay, so she wants to win whatever the money is. Okay, she wants so, to win rally. the money. So she can get out of the tuna factory. So she can get out of the tuna factory. <laughs>
2: so far it's working for me as a farce. How about you? Okay, so she can get out of the yeah. tuna factory. <laughs> Alright.
1: So the race is from Wichita, Kansas to, to California. It's gotta be the coast. Yeah. To California. Mm hmm. And where in California?
2: Um somewhere on the coast, somewhere really pretty. Monterey.
1: Monterey. Okay. Monterey. Okay. And they have to do it in, how far is Kansas from California? Ah, you can do it. I mean, that,
2: honestly, that's, you could if you, if you drive nonstop, I've driven nonstop across the country before. <laughs> I went from Syracuse to Tucson in 52 hours. That took me like two days. So now okay. are these kind of races are the kind of thing where you drive nonstop? No.
1: I think what is we it should like do a, is... how,
2: that, how does that work? I mean, it depends on it how the race be, works.
1: I think it should be par like a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. Where they have to stop in certain spots and pick up stuff. Okay, I like that. Like in certain cities Mm -hmm. or something like that. Okay, and she's got to have a
2: partner. Who's the partner? It's got to be the guy. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's got to be a cute guy. I
2: would say it's got to be a mechanic. A cute guy with a girl's name? (laughs) Should it be a guy named Sue?
1: (laughs) I was just going to say Elrod that. and a
2: boy named Sue. He's a mechanic.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, look, we're running He's... with a mechanic
2: named Sue. Well, we're, we're going to definitely have some
1: bar brawls. That'll be fun. It's a farce. Um, <laughs>
2: it's a farce. <laughs> just remember, right. it's a farce. So we got a boy named Sue who's a mechanic. Uh-huh.
1: And then our our poor dear well, Elrod. And we'll I call her Ellie for short. Ellie. Ellie. Oh, I like Ellie. Because it's kind of like, because, you know, Ellie Mae with the blonde okay. hair and the... Yeah, so we'll call right, her so. Ellie for short. <laughs> Ellie instead of Elrod, And the
2: and the mechanic named Sue. Mm-hmm. We have to give him a nickname too, because it's just too horrible. <laughs> Not Sue? Um no though his name is Sue. His name is uh-huh. Sue, but we have to give him a nickname. How about um
1: How about fingers?
2: <laughs> fingers oh dear god okay well we have to. okay no that's sick
1: no that's sick fingers
2: okay let's take off fingers is there a spanish name for fingers isn't there like can we call fingers in another language but i can't
1: remember what's spanish for fingers i don't have
2: my it's like spanish too digits or something i don't know yeah (laughs) let's not do fingers okay so we, we got call, a boy named Sue, he's a mechanic, and uh-huh. we're going to call him, his real name is Sue, but everybody calls him Jack.
1: Jack. Because <laughs> it ain't like, easy being a Jackie, mechanic. As in, you know, everybody's got a Jack in their car. Uh, right. Yes, yeah, Exactly. See, we are not cheating. <laughs>
2: we are not cheating.
1: His real name is Sue. Okay, so we got Jack and Ellie, and they're okay, driving now. cross country. Now, Jack should be like a mechanic at the tuna factory, don't you think? Like He's, fixing a, machines he's a mechanic, and stuff? like a, yeah,
2: yeah, a tuna like factory a, mechanic,
1: but his skills <laughs>
2: will come in handy
1: in so the car. So maybe what they're doing is they're going to team up together because they both want to leave they the tuna factory. They both want to get out of the
2: tuna factory. Okay, right. anybody out there who so wants to research the if there's actually a tuna factory in Wichita, Kansas, go so ahead. and going to split the winnings. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Okay, so the team up split the winnings, and she wants to go to. Well, let me see. Her internal conflict is awareness. Awareness. So how does that fit into her goal? Because she hmm. wants. What does she want to do? She wants so, to win the money. She wants to get out of the tuna factory. But where does she right. want to go? Because that's a negative she, goal. Is getting out money. of the tuna factory.
1: Right. So why does she want to win the money? She there wants has to be... win the
2: money because she wants to go somewhere specific. Where does she want to go? Where does she want to live? Where does she want to end up? Some place hmm. where she can be aware of herself. That... <laughs> <laughs> now the internal conflict is awareness. Is it that she's not self-aware? Like she's one of these people who doesn't. But that's a really hard heroine. But then again, it is a farce. Um, the, or is it that she is? Maybe is...
1: she's not aware of her own abilities.
2: Maybe she's not aware of her own abilities. So that's her internal, mm-hmm. how does that, that feed into, I'm, I'm trying to grasp her internal conflict here.
1: Well, you know, she chose to, to work at a tuna factory. So she's, which is, she's not
2: aware of what she wants.
1: She's not, maybe she's not aware of her potential. She's not aware
2: of her potential. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. So the internal okay. conflict is that she has to create this awareness of her potential. And um, so what she wants to do, though, what does she consciously want to do? She wants to go somewhere that kind of illustrates that. We need to send her somewhere, have her want to go somewhere that kind of illustrates, like a a place that she would have on her corkboard and a postcard, you know, like Cabo or something. She wants to go somewhere. Or maybe
1: she wants to, like, not go to college, but maybe she wants to do something like that. Something that will improve her, improve herself. Or will maybe prove to other people that she is, you know, that, that... um, that she has potential.
2: Okay. Oh, maybe that. So, maybe so if she's of... interested. Because if she starts out interested in what other people think, I think that's mm-hmm. a really great theme because so many people are so concerned with what other people think yes. that if you get her on a path where she starts out concerned about what other people think. So there's somebody in her life that is judging so, her at the at the tuna factory because she lives at yes. the tuna factory. And so she yes. wants to do this to prove to
1: them that she can do things. But right. then as she goes, oh, that's good. I like but, it. You know, and she may not even want, she may not even really realize that she doesn't want what it is that she thinks she wants
2: exactly exactly so that's awareness working oh I like it because she's not aware so she what she wants is to prove to her mother you know okay. me. I love the crazy mom. Yeah, you love, to bring I, I love the crazy mom. I love mother conflict. I really do. So we do. have a crazy mom. So we've got a crazy mom who, okay. um, or no, actually, this wouldn't be a crazy mom. This wouldn't be one of my moms. It would be somebody mm-hmm. who's judging. You know, because yeah. if, if she's yeah. feeling judged, it's going to be an antagonist mom. Right. You know? um, mm-hmm. So okay, I had a sip of wine because we're
1: <laughs> we're actually doing pretty good. Now I think that her mother, there has to be somebody that her mother is comparing her to. Okay. So it's got to be a sister. A sister.
2: She's gotta sure. have a very a successful sister.
1: Okay. sister who is a doctor mm-hmm. uh, who's a doctor who went to college who like you know excels in everything.
2: Okay, but the but the sister still lives in Wichita. Yes. You know, she's she's like a doctor or whatever, but she still lives In Wichita, she hasn't left. She's not like home. So, like her mother, she's in a very mm -hmm.
1: comfort, comfortable area because she knows her mother approves. She's basically under her mother's approval.
2: So, um, okay. So Ellie is in, is doing the best she can while being in Wichita, which is this Mm -hmm. tuna plant. But she wants to actually achieve something. So by going and winning this money, she's achieving that. To prove to her mother that she is capable. Well, I think maybe things.
1: she wants to do something else with the money, too. I think she thinks she starts out and she's going to do something with the money. She has to have a goal for there's it. There's going to be
2: something. There's going to be a goal for the money. So what should the goal yeah. be?
1: Well, I I don't know. Something okay, pick that up she a card. Want. Apples to apples. Oh, okay.
2: Apples oh, to apples God, is going to be her us. goal. God help us. What is the
1: goal? <laughs> trampolines. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> trampolines. <laughs> she's going to use
2: the money to buy trampolines for the local... Um, school the elementary school that doesn't have any gym equipment all right
1: (laughs) she's gonna use the money to buy a trampoline or she's gonna open a naughty adult store (laughs) that's a whole different direction Yes, we're not. We're not we're going not doing the We're not, not going there. Okay, oh, come on,
2: we're doing nude podcasts. What next? I know. <laughs> All right, so she's gonna. All she right. wants to have the winnings so that she can buy the trampolines for the underprivileged children.
1: Hmm. <laughs> okay. For the school that that she went to and her mom went. That's to. her goal. Yes. That, and her she, whole would, exactly, that went she would exactly she would buy the the um the trampolines this the would make her a hero in her own town exactly
2: because they would because huh. there's nobody with trampolines in Wichita, and they value their trampolines <laughs> it's a farce it's okay, they value their trampolines highly. somebody <laughs> vandalized the trampolines they had trampolines yes. and they had a a trampoline team. <laughs> And the kids can't play on the trampoline. Maybe they anymore. were
1: like trampoline team champs of the they state were. or something. It's their claim to fame. Yeah, in Wichita. <laughs> and then it went. Then the program went downhill because they didn't have enough money to buy more trampolines. Exactly. After the vandalism, ones, you know? and then that gives okay. her
2: a little mystery to solve too: who vandalized the trampoline? <laughs> All right, so she's doing this um, thing. She's going cross country. She right. and the mechanic named Sue that everybody calls Jack. So Jack and Ellie are now driving across the country, right, to now, Monterey. In what? Mm-hmm.
1: In what? In what are they driving? What?
2: In what? In a um, a VW Bug. <laughs> oh my
1: god! <laughs> That's a you very can't small do that. Space. Well, for one thing. What? Well, if it breaks down, Jack can just put it on his shoulder and carry it. (laughs) They can push
2: it. Oh, exactly. It'll break down at the last bit, and they'll just push it the rest of the way. VW bug. (laughs) They're in a VW bug. And A and it's one? been painted. And one? the thing is, is that nobody would sponsor them. Like even the tuna processing plant <laughs> wouldn't sponsor them. So they just painted it with um with like little fake decals so that it would look like people were sponsoring them. They made up
1: companies <laughs> and painted it with little decals. So
2: they made up their own
1: company. They made up their own companies, and <laughs> which actually would be kind of cool to sponsor it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know. What's interesting is that you have these two people, and they mm-hmm. start out with very different goals. Because I'm sure right. Jack, let's say Jack wants to open his own mechanics place. Or it's on a pizza parlor. Shop. Yeah, or something like
2: that. <laughs> with, with, no, with no tuna. <laughs> they both had enough of the tuna. And it's very hard but, to have a social life when you come home smelling like tuna every day. I will tell you, I worked in a salmon canning place. <laughs> and despite the fact that I did meet my husband there, I will tell you <laughs> that when you stink like fish... <laughs> it's not romantic. It's really not. All right, so then, a VW bug. They've painted right. it with decals for this um right. Italian
1: restaurant that doesn't exist yet that is Jack's okay. Goal. Okay. Right. Now, uh yeah, and and so part of that will be that he'll um he'll actually tell her about all his hopes and dreams mm-hmm. as this goes on, mm-hmm. which is really kind of neat because that's mm-hmm. how they that's how they connect. So the first thing they have to pick up is what? I need a map. Well, uh, apples and too. oranges. Apples and apples. What do they pick? Okay. Up? All right. So number one, but it has to be certain kind of apples in a certain place. So they have to buy apples in. Oh no need no a map. no! no, I'm telling you to pick up a card from your apples oh, to oh, apple. oh, apples.
2: Check. <laughs> when we don't know something, we have to pick up a
1: card and work with it. <laughs> They're
2: getting apples.
1: <laughs> All right. So what's I the first you were thing? Saying it was... All right. The first one is uh weapons dealers <laughs> they have to go to a weapons dealer
2: and try yes. to buy an automatic weapon
1: uh <laughs> no weapons dealers uh let's see weapons dealers yeah i guess well they could pick up maybe they're supposed to um get a silver bullet yes a silver bullet get very silver good bullet.
2: there you go all right all right. We're really going to have to hurry this up because this is going to be okay. a really long segment. Is it? It's going to be a very long segment. And people are okay. getting bored already. So, okay. Probably. So, let's okay. say we've got this. Um, we've got her. She's on the road. She's ready to go. Uh-huh. They go across. They find all this stuff, this treasure hunting stuff. When they get to Monterey, let's skip to the end. Let's the, the, okay. All the middle stuff is fine. Let's skip to the end. Right. At the end, they have to work together. To push mm-hmm. <laughs> the Duffybug <VW Punk laughs> with the Italian <laughs> restaurant that doesn't exist, decal on it, and they have to push it across the finish line. Do they win? Have the, or do oh. they win? You
1: know, I don't know if they have to at that point.
2: Well, what do they get because if they're not, they not if they don't win first place? At this point, they will have gone through various trials throughout the process mm-hmm. of the um, of the right. story, and right. she will have become aware of the reason why she was doing this and wanting to buy the trampoline um, mm-hmm. was so that she could. Um, she could, you know, prove to her mother, and now she doesn't have mm-hmm. to because she knows that she could get across the country in this race in a VW Bug with a guy that they didn't get along at first. I love those hate love stories where they don't get along yeah. at first, but they're doing it together because <laughs> they're stuck. Um, and then, uh, and so then, she realizes at the end that she doesn't need it, and maybe they win mm-hmm. just enough money for her to buy the trampoline and a plane ticket out of town.
1: Hmm. Or. They win just enough money where they can uh where they can set up a restaurant in in California. In California. But she
2: has to get the trampoline though. We can't leave the little kids without a trampoline. That's
1: true. So That's true. how about they win the money? Mm hmm. I know. Yeah. They win the money. She decides that she's going to give him the money for his restaurant, and he uses his half to buy trampolines for her school.
2: oh. That'd be little sweet. little gift to the magi there, kind of, not really, cute? but kind of. Yeah, that is. That's very sweet. That's so or how about how about if they win, they uh-huh. don't come in first place though, so they don't have enough mm-hmm. money really for everything. You know, like right. he he they don't have enough money for them to split it in half, and for her right. to do all the stuff that she wants, and then for him to open the restaurant. So she gives him everything except money for one trampoline. And then she buys a plane ticket. So she has mm-hmm. just enough money for that, and she basically gives him the rest of it. And then what he does is offer her a job at his Italian restaurant out in Monterey that he's going to open. Hmm. Yeah. Does that sound yeah. nice? It sounds that's like a work. happy ending to you guys. Yeah. Does that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's some writing improv for ya. It is. <laughs>
1: It was twenty-two really... minutes of
2: that. Twenty-two minutes, and thank you for staying with us for yes, it all these cringe-worthy it. moments with Elrod. In the to farce. Worry about anybody
1: uh, wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, I think we need more wine. Yes. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
0: <laughs> Bye. For twenty-nine years, Carly McKay has known that her mother was never coming back her father was never going to file for divorce, her little sister was never going to grow up, and that psychics were full of crap. This year, all that changes. From award-winning author Lonnie Diane Rich comes The Fortune Quilt, a heartwarming story about family, psychics, love and quilts, and what happens when they all collide at once. Publishers Weekly calls The Fortune Quilt vibrant, Kirkus Reviews calls it beguiling, and you can call it yours if you just head on down to your local bookstore because it's available now. Pick up your copy today. Thanks
1: for coming back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Wright for Wine. (laughs) During the break, we realized that we didn't come up
2: with a title for our wonderful, soon-to-be award-winning story about Ellie and Jack from the Tuna Factory. Um, We decided to call it Gypsies, Tramps, and Cheese. (laughs) Gypsies because they're traveling. Tramps for trampolines because that's what they call them in the high-pressure world of trampoline sports. And cheese because he wants to open an Italian restaurant. So it's Gypsies, Tramps, and Cheese. For any potential publishers who are interested, please contact our agents. All right, now we can go oh, on with the yeah. uh, the rest of the D-block, which is always a, a total disaster. disaster. Anyway, so at least we started it out.
1: All right, go ahead, Sam. <sighs> Want to win some great prizes? No, no, not really. <laughs> well, too bad. Head can on down. <laughs> <laughs> Head on down to willwriteforwine.com uh. and give us some feedback. <laughs> We're looking for reader questions, listener questions, writer questions, wine suggestions if you're over 21, or just general commentary on the show. Each month, all eligible entries will go into a wine bucket. At the end of the month, we'll pull a name out of the bucket to win a fabulous prize. And on tap for April, we've got an official Will Wright for Wine coaster, complete with our logo, which
2: includes its own wine stain. Mm-hmm. Total genius! That. Also, we've got a brand new Allison Krauss CD, "Lonely Runs Both Ways." And yes. if you haven't heard Allison Krauss, this will be a special treat. She's amazing. She is. And all you have to do to enter is send us email at feedback at willwriteforwine.com or comment on the website.
1: We will announce the April winner on our May 5th show, so send in mm-hmm. your comments and suggestions now. <laughs> and up next, we have the weekly weigh in. All right. I give up. I'm just going to let her the
2: weigh in. <laughs> That's what she does, people. She just wears you down. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what I did this week. Yeah, what'd you do? I refilled my well of creativity.
1: You refilled (laughs) your well of creativity. Was there wine involved? Was there wine in the well? (laughs) Of course.
2: (laughs) What this means... For you know, outside of the writer circle, for those mm-hmm. of you outside of the writer circle, it means that I didn't do squat this week. <laughs> I did some landscaping work outside. I cooked, I played with the kids, I did a little work on a couple of projects and in proposal stages, so I can't really talk about them, but mostly, I didn't do squat, <laughs> <laughs> which in writer terms means I refilled my well of creativity, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What'd you do? I actually had a good week. Uh, mm-hmm. I wrote twenty six pages. Oh, fabulous! Yay-y. Oh my gosh! I know that was a it was a big week, and uh, actually, I did. Oh God, I did it like during my lunch hour at work, mm-hmm. and I just I dragged my Alpha Smart with me outside, oh and my I would gosh. just yeah. So I, you know, it's just like a scene at a time, but it it uh, all adds up, you know. That's wonderful. So I'm very mm-hmm. happy, very happy. So I feel well, like I'm, I'm back feel lazy into now. it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've got it all plotted out now. So really, it's right yeah. now, at this mm-hmm. point, it's just writing, writing and research. Oh, awesome. So, so that's, that's awesome. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see. For our next segment, mm-hmm. uh, this is hodgepodge for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> uh, tonight we're going to do something a little different. We're going mm-hmm. to uh, we each picked a word mm-hmm. that the other person doesn't know, <laughs> and we're going to give the word to the other person, and they have to guess how to spell it and what it needs what it means, and mm-hmm. use it in a sentence. <laughs> and use it in a sentence. See,
2: tonight is all about improv. We have scripted almost nothing tonight. As you could this tell, this is what we're running, like,
1: long. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you can always tell.
2: <laughs> all right, do I get to go first? You go first. Okay, this week, my word is
1: uh-huh. schadenfreude. <laughs> Good God. Schadenfreude. And Schadenfreude. Freuda. Freuda. Oh my God! I'm trying to write it. I can't. (laughs) Okay. Schadenfreude. Okay. Okay. So spell it. Okay. I would say it is S H O D E N F R U E D R A N. Am I close? What? (laughs) I think it means uh-huh. um uh a Schadenfreude okay. Someone uh okay, I was uh I was walking down the road and somebody threw a snowball and hit me in my Schadenfreude. <laughs> so what is what like a- <laughs> <laughs> is it German for butt? I don't know. It's a German for
2: sure you knew this one too no. okay all right well i will tell you what schadenfreude is first of all I'll spell it for you uh-huh. it's s-c-h-a-d-e-n-f-r-e-u-d-e schadenfreude oh, i was close you're very close <laughs> and you're right that it is german <laughs> <laughs> Origin from 1890 to 95. Huh? Um, schaden, which means harm, and Freude means joy. It's a satisfaction or pleasure felt at someone else's misfortune. Schadenfreude. Ah, so it's not German for butt. <laughs> <laughs> but that was totally creative. You think you can't just do things off the cuff, but I think that that was really cool. I don't know if I'll come up with something that cool for what you do. Is yours anywhere as mean as mine was? Yes.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> go ahead, hit me. Mephistus. Mephistus. It's uh, actually it's me. me- Mephistos. No. Is that Mephistus? Oh. Fi- Mephitus. There Mephitis? we go. Mephitis. Mephitis. Mephitus. Mephitus. M e p h i t u s. Oh, close. close. Oh, you I'm were a- close. <laughs> close. You were close. Mephitis. So you have to use it in a sentence. Okay.
2: um, For King Mephitis, everything he touched turned (laughs) to gold.
1: (laughs) You wait till I tell you what it means. What is it? Mephitis. First, it's spelled M E P H I T I S. Oh, I am so close. You were so close. It is a noxious, toxic, or foul exhalation from the earth, a stench. <laughs> and i'm reading this and i'm thinking a foul exhalation from the earth Exhalation. see they're does, anthropomorphizing the earth well, now does that happen enough that you had to make a word for it apparently you know? so yeah apparently so, and yet they yeah. still
2: have not made up a word for the when a thing gets stuck in your shoe <laughs> You know, there's some things there's just no word for, but we have mephitis. Well, I have to tell you that was quite an education for me <laughs> I've never heard about that. Okay, you well that's going to be when you might need to use that word for the week. Very educational. <laughs> I think I think the will write for wine listeners are getting their no money's worth tonight. <laughs> their free's worth tonight. <laughs> And that is HodgePodge for the week. It's time we all refilled our wells of creativity. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: (laughs) If a half hour week of Lonnie and Sam isn't enough for you, we've got some suggestions. First, there's LiteraryChicks.com, where Lonnie blogs with fellow writers and hilarious gals, Michelle Kuna, Whitney Gaskell, Eileen Rendell, Alicia Holiday, and Beth Kendrick. Every month brings new special guest authors and new giveaways, so stop on by. For more Sam, go ahead and click your way on over to samanthagraves.com. She's got the latest news, contests, and some great giveaways. There are also links to her blog, her MySpace page, which you've got to go there, and the website for her alter ego, C.J. Berry, author of award-winning futuristic romances. So be sure to check out literarychicks.com and samanthagraves.com for more from the girls.
2: Well, it's time for last call here on Will Write for Wine. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Be sure to send your wine suggestions to us at feedback@willwriteforwine.com, at or in the comments on the website. Mm-hmm. Send good wine suggestions to Sam. Me. Send cheap wine suggestions to me, Lonnie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, don't miss our cool Cafe Press store where you can get all sorts of fun Will Write for Wine merchandise with our beautiful wine stain logo. The link can be found on the right-hand column of the website. At we'll Woolwright for one time. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was
2: waiting for that because that was in the script. Obviously, <laughs> I've killed poor Sam with all this no-scripting, thinking off the top of our head. <laughs> Nonsense. Sorry, Are you okay, honey. I'm fine. Did we hurt
1: you? Did we no, hurt you I'm, in your I'm Schadenfreude? Okay. I'm okay. My, my Schadenfreude will never be the same. <laughs>
2: And don't forget to vote for us at Podcast Alley or write a review for us on
1: iTunes. We get such a kick out of it. Thanks to everyone who's been so nice. Mm -hmm. Also, remember uh, that if you want to be notified by email whenever a new show is up. new, not a nude show. (laughs) There are links on the website underneath the big red download buttons. Mm -hmm. Next week, we're going to be talking about characters, uh, how to build them, how to name them, how to pit them against each other, and if you have to, how to kill them. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's sam's
2: specialty it is
1: <laughs> so until next week this is lonnie and this is sam saying if you can't rave for money then write
2: for wine bye <laughs> or gypsies tramps and cheese <laughs> bye.
0: Bye. will ride for wine is brought to you every saturday by lonnie diane rich and samantha graves visit us at willrideforwine.com where you can find show notes and news about what lonnie and sam are up to Music provided by the good folks at the Podshow Music Network. That's music.podshow.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, and I'm sure you did, please tell your friends and go vote for us, okay, at Podcast Alley, or you can write a really glowing review at iTunes, because remember, the more popular we become, the more you can tell your friends you knew us when. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.